Welcome back to another episode of Damien After Dark, unfiltered, uncensored. Um, it's Saturday. It's rainy here. I don't know where you are, but here in Alabama, it's raining cats and dogs. I'm particularly excited about this episode because I have a special guest. And um, the first two episodes, it's just been me shit talking. So this time I got somebody to talk shit with me. Um, but I want to introduce her. This is my cousin, more than just my cousin. I would say my best friend. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, her name is Brittany and tell everybody where they can find you on social media. If you allow that, I know she doesn't necessarily, um, keep her page public and add a bunch of people like I do. So, you want to um, introduce yourself and tell them where they can follow you? Yeah, I don't really add a whole lot of people. Um, honestly, I'm on Snapchat the most, but I'll just say you can follow me at Instagram, and that's Remy Ray, R-E-M-M-I-R-A-E, if you want to add me there. All right. So this is what we're going to do. Um, oh, yeah, I've got gum in, y'all. Let me take this shit out, because I told Brittany she was uh, – what were you doing? Chewing gum or a mint or something? No, I had a cough drop. She had a cough drop in. I was like, you know, you can't have that in when we do this. And now I'm over here popping and chewing gum. All right. So remember that the show is on all all platforms. Anywhere you get a podcast, you can listen to this now. I had trouble with um, Apple at first because I guess they're complicated. You know how they are. They're complicated with their phones and every damn thing, even though I've got an iPhone. They were the last to finally put the show on there, but you can get it on your iPhone. Go to the podcast app. It already comes on your phone um, unless you deleted it. Cause I know sometimes I delete apps I don't use, but now you got um, the perfect reason to go back and download it or get it. And you can find it. Or just have Android and go to the Google play. Right. If you're an Android user, you go to Google play, you know that um, or on computer anchor.fm slash Damien After Dark, or go to radiopublic.com. You can find it there. Okay, so it's December, which means it's Christmas time, which is my one of my favorite times of the year. I know you're a Halloween girl. Yeah, I love Halloween. Christmas isn't, I don't know, Christmas is more for kids. People know. are more into the commercialized part of it, not more of the giving and actually following the work of, you know, Christmas. It's more like who can get the best gift. For how much? I just love the feeling of it. I get a good feeling. I feel yeah. like it's a good time of the year. The music, the lights, you get to be with your family. Even though it's not about gifts, the gifts is always still a plus. I mean, shit, who don't like to receive gifts? Like a big birthday. Yeah, I like the Christmas lights and the food, of course, but that's just because I'm a natural fat kid, so I'm always into the food part of everything, especially Thanksgiving. I was All right, we're going to smoke during this because I was skeptical about smoking a cigarette, but I've got to have a cigarette. Uh, and for anybody, tweets, comments, whatever, I know smoking's bad. I don't encourage it. I don't endorse it. Please don't um, message me. I'm grown. I know the effects of it, the dangers of it. I'm going to smoke a cigarette when I want to smoke a cigarette. And when I decide to stop, I'll let you know on the podcast right here. You don't even have to let them know when you stop. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Um, say congrats and move along with your life. All right. So what, what's your favorite part about Christmas? Food and the lights. I, you know, like I said earlier, just mostly the, the atmosphere is great. 
I like the lights, the feeling that you get. I don't really particularly like the cold. The good thing about the food is you don't have to do the Thanksgiving shit regularly. Oh. What do you mean? Because, like... You don't have to do all? Some people go all out like they do. Some people go out even more, I think, with Christmas. I guess it just depends on, like, where you were raised and how you were raised. Yeah. For our Christmas party this year, we were talking, um, I was like, what are we going to make? I don't want turkey, ham. Ugh, I'm just over it. Well, turkey's for Thanksgiving. Ham is for Christmas. Um, I think Christmas is more for desserts, to be honest. Where Thanksgiving's more of the main dishes. I think Christmas is more of desserts. To yeah, me, that's the way it is. Yeah, that's true. And then finger foods. Like, I want to do finger foods. I want to have, like, all the desserts. And then I want to have Rotel, um, cocktail weenies. Finger meat with food. <laughs> okay, so okay, this, wait. That kind of sounded horrible. Now that I say that, um, this is what I know. I wanted to talk about since we're talking about Christmas and it's December. Um, Santa Claus, and you've got a kid, which is why I wanted you to. Um, I knew you were going to come on here. I was like, all right. So, Brittany's got a nine, ten year old daughter. How old is Reagan now? She was born in 09, so that makes her... Nine. nine. She okay. just turned nine. Hell, I can barely keep up with my own age. Don't look at me like that. Um, but, so I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking about Santa Claus. And growing up, I had a great experience with Christmas. I don't know. I just feel like Santa Claus was part of the magic of it. You're innocent as a kid. You don't, you know... You could have slapped on a red suit and a beard on Barney, and you would have been happy. That would have been Santa Claus to you. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. I was a Barney fanatic, but... I asked, or I didn't ask him, but he was like, when I have kids, um, this is back to my friend I was talking about, he was like, when I have kids, um, they're not going to believe in Santa Claus. Uh, and I was like, why not? And he was like, because I want them to face reality quick and, you know, grow kind of grow up quick and know that all that shit's bullshit. And just, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, he's wanting them to. Yeah. I don't know. He said no tooth fairy, no Easter bunny. And I said, that's the, you know, that's the, that's what's fun about being a kid. That's what I thought until I had Ray. And I'm just like, you know what? Let her believe as long as she wants to, because the world's already shitty enough. Right. Let the kids have some kind of fun. Because when I found out, I wasn't really heartbroken. I was just like, oh, okay. okay and then yeah. you, the older you get, I've always heard people say their perspective of like Santa is if you have like two kids and one's older, have the other one participate in it and say, you know, that's what Christmas and that's what Santa's really about is giving and watching other people be joyous. Uh, Ray is in fourth grade. She still believes. I tried to get out of it last year. I was going to ask you, does she believe in her? Because I feel like nine her age, she's really she's really coming around and know what's going on. By next year, I think the magic will probably be ruined for her. And I hate it. Like, but, but you at have the same a good time, 10 years. But at the same time, Santa gets all the uh, praise and stuff for the gifts that I buy. And I'm like, okay, mom got me some socks and this. But Santa got me a PlayStation 4. It's like, mom, you got to, you know, outdo Santa. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just whatever makes her happy. Yeah, I love Christmas time, and I can't wait until I have kids. And everybody's different. Everybody grows up differently, and yeah, I didn't want to do Santa. I really didn't care for it, but at the same time, it's fun sneaking around and making them, hey, if you want a good parenting tip, threaten them with Santa. That's all I can say. I mean, I don't have kids, and I can't tell people how to parent, but I feel like you should let your kids be kids. You know, stop um and another thing I can't stand with parents is they overreact when their kids do certain things like um, 
if their son picks up a Barbie doll or if their son wants to do something that's not masculine enough. Paint their nails, wear makeup. Yeah, anything. Don't freak out. Think, oh, my God, my son's going to be gay. They're kids. They see mom put on makeup. They see sister put on makeup. Or they might, you know, and they're just, you know, they're observant. You, and that, I don't want to get into too much into parenting because you got a kid and me and you, I know you're opinionated. We could sit here and fucking <laughs> talk all day. And we have a lim- uh, we have limited time. We grown and we got things to do. White work <laughs> um, and sleep. And sleep. <laughs> but um, but you know, yeah, everybody's different. And as long as you can keep the magic alive, Christmas is what you make. I mean, like I said, Halloween is my my Christmas. But my daughter loves it, and I'm gonna make whatever you know I can the best for her. Okay, so. I want to go ahead and get into some headlines real quick. And we're going to stay with Christmas. We're just talking about Christmas. Excuse me. Got the hiccups or something. But uh, a Cleveland, Ohio radio station is banning a popular Christmas song on their radio station. Baby, it's cold outside. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you look up the lyrics? I That's what okay, I'm cool. That's why I like having a co-host. Like I wish I could have a co-host full time sometimes because it's hard doing it by myself. So um this radio station in Cleveland, they're banning this Christmas song, Baby It's Cold Outside. I'm sure you know it. I actually love it. It's one of my it's not one of my favorites, but it's a top ten. People are saying the message of the song sends a bad message to the YouTube, the you me too movement i've got you two written now the me too movement which if you're not familiar with that that's pretty much the era now or what's going on now in the media and really it's been going on forever but now since social media and technology is big things that were hidden in the past in the 80s and the 70s 90s whatever are really coming to light now and that's what the me too movement now it's bringing sexual assault um it's uh, a lot of feminists coming out and i think a lot of people take the the you know the feminist what i'm trying to get here is they take and say all feminists are they hate men but in reality no it's calling attention to you know men sexually assaulting us y'all sexualize us all of our life and when we actually have the time to stand up for ourselves it's like i'll just shut up you're just a woman keep your mouth closed and it's like no we bring we want equality for not only women but men too because a lot of men have you know they can't be open about their feelings because that's not masculine. It's, or know. in these cases where these big celebrities, um, uh, Julie Chen's husband, uh, what's that one guy's name that was like the big one at first? I can't think of his name. He's yeah. a big Hollywood producer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Donald Trump back when grabbing by the pussy. Johnny and, Depp. Um, just so many different night. Like Bill Cosby. The and then women come out years later and they're like, oh, they want their money. No, Lucy. these are powerful fucking people. And that's where a lot of it. You know, people are like, oh, they want money. They want attention. No, it's a lot of women don't report because they're grown up in the society that we have they've been shamed that this is you know not something you talk about it's like periods you just sleep it under the rug and nobody ever discusses it but it's a strength in numbers kind of thing and i'm from alabama and <laughs> are we so backwoods right and i'm sorry i don't we're not gonna get i'm this is not a political 
podcast. I'm going to say this real quick. Just for instance, like the Roy Moore situation. If you backed him, I just can't. It's disgusting to me. And we're going we're gonna to move past that. Anyway. Back read, to the song. <laughs> yeah, read the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside. Because we're going to, and I want y'all to listen. If you're listening to this now, we're going to read this. And let's just say, you know, because I don't, I'm not discrediting the Me Too movement. But pe- I feel like people are so fucking sensitive because there's nothing wrong with this song. But you and your own opinion, listen to the lyrics, form your own opinion, and then we'll talk. Well, um, a lot of people, and you know, growing up, I liked the song, you know, when I got older, but then I heard somebody and I was like, okay, let me go in, check the lyrics, because I don't want to have an opinion on something unless I can see it for myself. And I understand that this was written back in 1944. So there is a lot of controversy. You know, women weren't allowed to have their legs shown. They weren't supposed to. They're supposed to be but, in makeup, have the house clean. You're supposed to cater to your man and all that. But see, this wasn't even an issue then. This is an issue to them now. Exactly. This is such a big deal now. But when I went back and read the lyrics myself, I was like, I could see where okay, it sounds a little rapey, a little rapey to it. But. I've heard different views and I'm like, okay, I guess it's take it with a grain of salt and move on with your life. But one of the lyrics is, you know, the neighbors might think baby it's bad out there. Say what's in this drink. No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. And then your eyes are starlight now to break this spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I ought to say no, 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 sir. Mind if I move in closer. At least I'm going to say that I tried. What's the sense in hurting my pride? And I guess, you know, so, yeah. what's in this drink? Like, he spiked her drink. But it's she, more so. She, of, she also said, I ought to say no. She's saying, like, okay, I should be saying no. I shouldn't be drinking. I shouldn't be fucking. But I'm going to. I don't feel like it's nothing right. And at the time, it. you know, back then, you know, girls weren't supposed to go to men's houses if they weren't married. You know, you could date, but you're not supposed to stay the night. You're not supposed to do this. You're, you're supposed to be a lady. And not a lady of the night. Um, she's saying, I simply must go. The answer is no. Your welcome has been, you know, and you just go back and read the lyrics because they're kind of like sing songy talking to each other. And it's just hard to like read the lyrics. But, you know, I'm going to play the Dean Martin one, which is the original. one. I'm going to play just a little bit of it. I don't want to take too much time of the podcast playing the song. And I don't know, actually, if I have the rights to do that. So I'm just going to. I don't know. I don't know what how that. There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Think of my life on. You know, people are going to talk about it. She stays at this guy's house. But baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold outside. Been hoping that you drop me. I'll hold your hands. They're just like. Okay, was she? Okay, he's like she's. He's saying, or she's saying, I really can't stay. And he's like trying to persuade her, keep saying. Yeah, and it sounds like he's trying to get her to stay. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. But a lot of us girls, we've been in the situation. He's like, come on, just stay. Yeah. But I can't, I shouldn't, I got to go do this. But she wants to, but she knows that there's going to be a lot of talk about, ooh, she's staying with a guy, you know, she's drinking, blah, blah, blah. And I, I personally don't take it as a rapey song, but I can see how it looks rapey and it sounds rapey. But I feel like it's more playful and it's more so like, baby, it's cold. Stay in. Come on. You know you want to. Like, oh, babe, skip work. You know yeah. you just want to lay here and fuck all day. Cleveland. 
can't with you on that one. Nope, we're not going to be That is one of those, I would say, that's a feminazi movement. That's not a feminist movement. I think that's more, but that's just personally me. Like, I, I stand for equality and stuff. But I think you just, a lot of people say it's actually kind of like helping the Me Too movement. I've heard that side of the argument where people are like, oh, no, she's actually saying that she doesn't care what people think. This is her coming out saying, I should stay, but I shouldn't because I'm going to have people talk about me, but I don't want people to talk about me. I mean, yeah. it's it's either or. It's kind of like ride the And fence you know on. what? There's so much going on right now with that sexual assault and abuse and all that stuff. Stop making every little thing an issue when it comes to that. When there's people out here really being assaulted, okay? This song was written and recorded almost probably 100 years ago. Move <laughs> 1944, on. I think. Moving on. Uh, okay, this is the last Christmas kind of Christmassy story. I try to put some Christmassy stories in here for this time of year. Um, then we're going to move on to celebrity stuff, my favorite. But a woman took to her social media page to express her concerns about the gifts that her boyfriend bought her for Christmas. She sneaked a peek at the gifts and posted how disappointed she was by saying this is the same old crap. Now, social media is up in storm, calling her ungrateful after the video surfaced and after the boyfriend bought her things like her favorite perfume, clothes and etc is this ungrateful or is this necessary you know me and charlie had this talk earlier today um charlie is your my friend charlie is your friend okay um we dated but anyways we were talking about earlier he said uh something about he wanted a something about me getting him a playstation 4 i said that's boyfriend status you know just joking around he said well, i got you some red bottoms i said i don't know why you'd give me some red bottoms i don't i'm not a materialistic person i don't really like stuff like that get me perfume body red wash. bottoms he just don't know britney does he <laughs> <laughs> he was meaning it as a joke obviously uh, i was like damn well, he can give me some no heel <laughs> but you can get me some but you know we were joking i said buy me some perfume buy me you know a Christmas card, I'd be happy. Uh, a massage, something that I'm gonna, you know, buy me a really nice picture frame. It's with, not hard to Christmas shop yeah, or birthday me, shop. You Stop know, making buy it me hard, guys. Sentimental. Stop making it difficult. Exactly, but there are some people that you know have better taste than I do that like better things than I, you know. But there's just plain out ungrateful ass people in here too. Yeah, it's all I, how you're raised. I feel like it's ungrateful as fuck, and I think you should also have a conversation for like for holidays and stuff because some people aren't as festive. You know, you might be dating someone, say you started dating in June, and here comes Christmas, and you that's like, plenty of time to like at least know what the person wants. Yeah, but also be like, hey, what can or can I get you? What 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 can I get you? I'm the type that I like Christmas. I expect a gift from you, and I'm going to get you a gift. That's the way it is. But I don't expect nothing outrageous. Yeah. Or, you know. That's why I don't like buying people gifts because I normally just try to buy for Ray and, you know, close family. Other than that, if you buy me something, sorry, I'm not going to get you anything in return. It's not because I'm ungrateful. It's just, one, I have bills to pay. And second of all, I mean, even if I buy you something nice, I don't want you to seem ungrateful for it because it's not that I didn't want to get you something. I just felt like, hey, we're friends. I'm going to get you something. Right. You know, even if it is perfume or whatever, be be grateful. Shit. And what it hard. sounds like in her situation is that they've been together for a while. And it seems like she says she's tired of the same old crap. Well, how long they've been together? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you've been I, together like 10 years and he's getting you the same. Yeah, I could kind of see, you know, sprucing up a little bit. But if you haven't been together, but maybe two or three years and maybe he honestly just doesn't have the money to buy you something really expensive. You, they, know, you never know the details of stuff like this. They didn't. Right. I was going to say they didn't go real in-depth with it um 
because I was going to say, just I wonder how long they've been together. Because if they've been together four or five years, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if she said something to him. Yeah. Like, hey, this year for Christmas, can you get me this? If you said that and they didn't try, you know, they didn't try, I couldn't afford it, whatever the situation may be, I could understand. But this here, you just sound ungrateful. And then putting it on social media, that's fucked yeah. up. That's like that's like those girls who uh, cuss their boyfriends out in public or vice versa. Or they get a shitty wedding ring. You know how much I pay for my um, my Morganite ring over there? I got it for a dollar off wish. And it is one of the prettiest rings. It's rose gold, peach Morganite, and I paid a dollar for it. Good I was old, happy. Good old wish. If a guy had bought me a $30 ring and it was what I liked, you know, I'd be excited. So I'm not... I don't care. Like, oh, I'll give you the no. I'm I'm very low maintenance, right. but there are people out there that are a little bit higher maintenance than me. So it depends on the context of and the, the story. Be glad you got a man. This cuffing season, bitch. You over here complaining about gifts and <laughs> yeah, shit, I'm and why I ain't got nobody to cuddle with? Fuck. We over here single as fuck. Single, but I'm still cuddling. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna me. get into Cardi B. Said little bitch, you can't fuck with me. Um, she's always in, she's always in the headlines. Like always, always, always. Like I remember when the thing with her and Nicki Minaj. Like money, honey. Right. That's when the thing with her and Nicki was going on this like a couple of months or a month or two ago. Like I was like, oh, why? What's the deal? I, Podcast. See, I wish I could talk about this. This is like not my expertise. Cause I don't, I mean, I listen to the music, but I don't really right. get into you the details get into the of stuff. Of it. Yeah. I mean, I just like what I listen to. Yeah. They pretty I don't even want to get into that. It'll take forever. We'll get into that later. Anyway, she Cardi B had uh, to go to court this week, and she missed her court date um, from a charge where she was alleged to have had two strip stripper strippers strippers. <laughs> she was alleged to have two strippers beaten up for sleeping with Offset. Allegedly, her lawyers told the court that she had a previous commitment to the court date, but photos of her surfaced of her being in Miami for a music video shoot. On the court day. Ooh, okay, yeah, two things here. Number one, why always you, pay your fines and go to court? <laughs> always pay your fines and go to court. Yes, that was me, my number two, but no, that's actually number one. I was gonna say offset number one, but no, fuck him. Fuck I'm him. about myself. Let me get my shit and straight and then worry about him later. I don't care if I'm a celebrity, I don't care if I'm fucking Oprah Winfrey, I don't care. Like, if when it involves the law, I'm showing the fuck up, or I'm gonna, um, I don't know, we gotta shut the shit down. If I got to work, hey, here's a sick day. I got to be at court. And why are you sending people to beat up these bitches that are sleeping with your baby daddy? See, I don't want to beat somebody up. I'm going to be petty. I'm going to do something sneaky and kind of like, not even. She did it sloppily. Like, how are you going to do that? Like, if you really. Bitch, uh, put sugar in the gas tank. You Change the tag uh, on there. Their car, you know. You know who the fuck you're dating. Hello. You're both 20, what, 23, 24, 25. Cardi's 25. I think Offset's like 23, 24. Really? He's, yeah, Why really young. Older? I know. Don't they look older? Not in um, a bad way. Not in a bad way. Like, more mature, I should say. He is a, one of the, in the biggest rap group in the fucking world. There's pussy being thrown in his face every five seconds. Why do you feel like he's going to be faithful just to you? There are some guys that are faithful, though. But come on big. now. There are some guys that are, though. You can't sit there and say, oh, just be, I mean, like. I'm not saying everybody in the rap industry or music industry is cheating, but you got to look at the, I mean, and then he's around his two, he's around Quavo and Takeoff, which are the other two guys from Migos. They're partying it up all the time. And there's bitches. Come on, dude. Come on. 
come on, girl, you know better than that. But I mean, and it ain't like they've been together since they were sixteen years old. They linked up because they were in the industry. All I have to say, open relationship. <laughs> yeah, in a case like that, open like, if you want to cheat. Be honest and say, look, I'm see- I'm having a feeling for other people. We need to do something else. Or not even that. Just be like, hey, I've you know. I've already said that shit. It's like, you know, it's, to me, an open relationship. It's like you, you have that one person you love, but you just can't. It's like that thirst you can't quench. You know, it's not that I don't love you. It's just I have this sexual need. I have a sex addiction. Whatever your need may be, just be open and honest with that person. Be like, hey, I get all this great stuff from you. But I think I could venture out and get stuff that I don't get from you from somebody else. But I want to come to you. That's why a lot of people cheat because yeah. they can't be open and honest right. with their partner. Be open and honest because you got to learn to separate. You got to learn to separate the sex from the love of it. Like just because someone says, "Hey, I find this person attractive and I can have sex with them," does not mean that their love for you is any different. Well, me and old dude had an open relationship and I would be like, Hey, you busy tonight? He'd be like, yeah, I got a date with so-and-so. I'm like, okay, have fun, be safe, whatever. And that was it. We always made a priority. Like if me and him set a date, set boundaries. yeah, we had boundaries and all yeah, that. Uh, always boundaries. be safe, get tested regularly. Um, if me and him had planned something, we don't cancel on one another unless family emergency or anything like that, which is very rare, but you have to keep that open line of communication and trust. And it's like, yeah, if they fall for somebody, that's going to happen. That's regardless. the scary part. That that could happen regardless if you're in an open relationship. But or not. you're really, you've got a super higher chance of them. You're really opening the doors for that to happen. And let's, that's why I say, no, you're fucking partner. Cause I know me when I was with my ex, I was solid. Like, okay, we're going to mess around with these other people. If we mess around with these other people, whatever the situation was, at the end of the day, I love you. Yeah. I ain't nobody. I feel like when you really are in love with somebody, nobody else is going to. Yeah. Know. And that's the way it was for us. Like, you know, we really liked each other, but we still had fun with other people. But it wasn't because we didn't like each other. At the end of the day, you know, we're coming home to one another having that. But there were some, I mean, there were some things that he was fucking great at. But there are some things that other guys were even better, you know, and it's just like it wasn't even that. It's like, I don't want you taking these bitches out to the movies and dinner, yes. paying for all that, all it's the lovey dovey shit. Strictly sexual. Yeah, you just get your rocks off and go. Right. Don't be laid up. Well, after she um, got their asses beat and all that, that happened a long time ago. And then she missed her court date. She took to Instagram and confirmed that her and Offset or are no longer together, which keep I saw that I saw that coming a long time ago. I think it's hard for them to keep it private being celebrities, but also just instead of letting people fucking speculate and write shit, just go in and put it out there and be like, yo, this is what happened. And, have a good day. and that's even what her caption said, peace and love. She was like, yeah. now don't fucking you ask me about it. And not be bitter and just be like, this is what happened. Or you don't even have to give them that just be like look we split up we're gonna try to make it the best we can for our kid and our you know our careers enough said enough done yeah you and stop she needs to, no matter what people say about you they're gonna make up lies regardless just say your piece and go on That's she's she's my age Brittany was 25 some a few years ago um you know you I learned you, a lot you are like a lot of us just young dumb and in, in and in love but you're at a place right now that people would love to have stop focusing on men stop focusing on the Nicki Minaj fight and all that bullshit 
and worry about the, your career right now because you're at the top, bitch. You got kids. Come on, girl. Think I'm, about what your kids gonna see when they get older and can look back on this. Hell yeah, I'm uh, I'm rooting for her. But anyway, she said on Instagram, um, I've been trying to work things out with my baby's father for a hot minute now, and we are really good friends and really good business partners. And he's someone I run to and talk to, and we have a lot of love for each other. But things haven't been working out for us for a long time. But it's no one's fault but ours. She had to put that in there. It's no one's fault but ours. And ain't no hoes. <laughs> uh, because I guess we fell out of love. But because I really, it's not the other girl's fault. You know? But you got to admit, I I mean, I'm not in the relationship, but you know all his cheating has got something to do with it. Yeah, but that's on him. That's not on the girls that he cheated with, though. That's between them. I know, but she said... No, okay, well, you're right. Yeah, it's no one's fault but ours. That would be his fault. Yeah, true, I mean, you true, can true. still be good business partners and parents and get along just fine. You know, you got to give yourself time to heal before you can really, you know, try to maybe amend that part of the relationship. Uh, she said, I guess we fell out of love, but I will always have a lot of love for him because he's my daughter's father, which I love. And yeah, you, have, I you could say that. a lot about that because... She could have been a nasty thought and... And just been, made it ugly. Bitter. But two... You know, John raising Reagan as her dad, and you and him split. It took us that's, about a that's good kind of the year. Same situation. It took us about a good year before you know, because he'd moved on pretty fast, and I'm you know stayed single for like over two years. And you know, we're at the point where like we'll all go to dinner together every now and then. We'll meet up. We'll stand around the cars and talk. And we have that. You know, I have that with him and his wife. And, you know, I'm not going to say we're best friends, but we get along. We talk. You know, they communicate with me. Hey, can I come get her? Yeah. I have nothing but love for her because she's she's great to my daughter. She's really, you know, a sweet person. So people can have that. It's just you got to look past all the, the emotion. Yeah. The bad shit that did happen and look where you're at now. Separate, for the kids. If you have a child, I don't even have a kid. This is just from observing my friends and family. Separate the emotion and think about your child, even though you fucking can't stand, even though you might not be able to stand seeing him and another girl together. No, I'm actually vice happy versa. that he found somebody. Yeah, maybe not your situation, but you know, I'm speaking for the girls out there who's like, I can't stand seeing him. I ain't letting so-and-so it see took, him Like I said, it took a good while. I had to heal before I could get to that place. And now that I see that he's happy, they have a kid together and she treats Reagan really well. So that's all that really matters to me. They can go about their business. I don't want to get in their stuff, but all I can say is I'm happy for them. And he still is, a, you know, he's helped me raise her since she was like three. So she's nine. So the past six years, he's been pretty much her stand-in dad. Shout out to all the um, stable good parents doing that out there. And step-parents. Yeah, and the step-parents. I don't feel they get enough credit. Well, your stepdad, you know, was good, too. Yeah, my stepdad was good. I thought was great. It's all, um, we're always talking about deadbeat, deadbeat dads, deadbeat moms. But there's always those out there who were, you know. There are parents out there that actually have their shit together for their kids. So. Speaking of their kids, Cardi had her daughter like months ago, and they just shared her first picture of their baby, which her name is Culture with a K, on her Instagram page. Um, and uh, she's cute. She's cute as a button. I wish we could show it, even though we're on a podcast. It's just audio. But you can find that on Cardi's Instagram page at I am Cardi B, and you can see her baby. She's a little cute as a button. I'm going to go look that up. Um. Okay, this is interesting. This um saw this the other day. Oh, she's adorable. Look yeah, she's at her. A pie. Her little ears pierced. She looks like Cardi. Um, 
All right, so the Oscar awards are coming on in February. Award seasons like January, February, March, all the big award shows come on. I love award shows. I'm not big on the Oscars. I'm not big on the Emmys. I'm not big on the Tonys at all, really, because I'm not into TVs and TV and, or scripted television and movies, really. But um, they come on in February, and they asked Kevin Hart to host the 2019 ceremony. Um, they asked him this week. Now, two days after they asked him, he stepped down because um, – they asked him to apologize for some anti-gay tweets that he posted back in 2019 or 2009. I'm sorry. They asked him to step down or they asked him to apologize. So he stepped down because um, he said that he's apologized before. And this is what he had to say on his Instagram about apologizing. So my question to you and the listeners is, should Kevin apologize again? So back in 2019, I haven't looked up the tweets. What I, I back in 2019? Back in 2009. Why the fuck do I keep saying that? Can you look? Can you see if you can find his tweets from 2009? Because apparently they were really bad. Like, and I don't think Kevin Hart was at the peak of his career like he is now. Do you remember him being really big in 2009? That's almost 10 years ago. Really? I, mean, I, I was just in high yesterday. school and I don't really remember Kevin Hart being that big, but he posted some fucked up shit about the gay folks or whatever. But my thing is if he apologized for it, why are they wanting him to apologize again? Like, I mean, I understand and I'm gay myself. So I understand he said some fucked up shit, but I'm all about forgiving people as long as they're not, you know, as long as they grow from the experience. They, yeah. Grow from it. And they're genuine about it. Um, but Kevin Hart also, I think he said a few years ago he would never play a gay character which I'm, in a movie, which I'm just like, really? Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. Okay. Is I it can, supposed to be comedic? I don't know. See, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of comedians get backlash because they say shit that's offensive to people. But at the same time... Me being the type of person I am, the comedy I have, I have a dark sense of humor. I'll say some fucked up shit. But at the same time, if you know me, you know I have a good heart. And you can't, you know, you know, say shit. But you got to realize people do get more offended in other ways. So, I mean, if he's apologized and he's grown from it, you know, move the fuck on. If he's still homophobic and still making these slurs and saying shit like that, then, yeah, step down. Other than that, if you apologize and you truly mean it and you've changed your ways, fuck it. So, yeah. I mean, he did say that this was one thing in his career that he wanted to do all of his life. Oh. Like, is host the Oscar Awards. In 2010, it said, um, another tweet, 2010, Hart says someone's profile pic, quote, like a gay billboard for AIDS, end quote. And another written in 2009, he called someone a, quote, fat-faced fag, end quote. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not fat-faced <laughs> I'm sorry. See, that's where my, my sense of humor is kind of fucked up. And it's not because he said it. It's just. That's not funny at all. Fat-faced fag. Well, I mean, it's just because see, my of the thing, way it sounds. Like, it's not because I of hope he's said. genuinely grown and changed because we're in a time now where views have changed a lot on homosexuality, even in those 10 years. So I really hope his views have changed, and he's not just saying that to lose endorsement deals and for people not to hire him. And I hope he's genuine about it because if he's not, 
Kevin Hart, I know you're not listening to this, obviously, but Kevin Hart, if you are not genuine and you deep down feel this way, I think that you're in the closet, if that's the way you really feel, because nobody says they want to break something over their son's head if they're gay. Nobody says all this hurtful ass shit if they are not hurting inside about their own sexuality. And that's just from my own experience with other people. And he said, I have made the choice to step down from hosting this year's Oscars. This is because I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. I sincerely apologize to the the LGBTQ community for my insensitive words from my past. He added seconds later, I'm sorry that I hurt people. I'm evolving and I want to continue to do so. My goal is to bring people together, not tear us apart. Much love and appreciation to the Academy. I hope we can all meet again. As I said, I'm a believer in second chances. Kevin Hart, you're um, you're, you're getting hilarious. You're getting you're getting a second chance from me. But let me let me. You better not utter the faggot word queer nothing again, or you're fucking canceled. And I'll never even look at a goddamn movie of yours again. Capiche? All right, I'm speaking like he's listening. But hell, <laughs> shit, that fires me up when I never read know. when I read shit like well, that. Well, anybody that has those feelings as Kevin Hart, you know, same goes to you. But if you're a public figure, especially, watch your mouth. I mean, shit. Okay, let's move on to Katy Perry. Um, so you know she's dating Orlando Bloom, and she has been for a while. Did you ever see that picture of them on the surfboard? Surfboard, surfboard. They were out in like Hawaii or something surfing, and they were naked. He was naked. You can see his dick and everything. Wow. You can find it on Google if you I wanted need to. to. Google that. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, she's been seeing Orlando Bloom, and he's from I think is he was he in Pirates of the Caribbean? Hell yes. Okay, he that's was. Only, he's also in Lord of the Rings. I don't watch movies, so that's the only thing I know him from. I think. So good looking. I haven't seen much of him lately. Anyway, she Katy Perry attended a benefit for the California wildfires this past weekend. If you didn't know, California's been up in flames like the past month. Um, they've had a lot of wildfires there. A lot and of people say it's God burning all the evil out there in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, they had a benefit out there, and she auctioned off a date with Orlando that included a motorcycle ride to a lunch and din- or dinner destination. What all comes with this uh, lunch and dinner destination? I don't know, but isn't the Okay, so if you got, let's just say you're one of these people in California who are wealthy, and you got some money you want to spend. And you're single and, you know, you think, OK, this would be fun. And you get up there and you're like, all right, twenty thousand dollars. And then because I listened to the audio of this and I wish I didn't record it or I would have played it. But all right. So you say twenty thousand dollars and Katy Perry's like, I'm going to do 50. That's my man. Fifty thousand dollars. I think that's what she's she only trying to make the bid higher. That's all it really is. It's kind of like people in auctions. No, did. she did the bid herself. I think she ended up taking it. She was. I think she was overbidding everyone, and she took the auction home herself. I mean, I, why didn't you just let the girl do it, and then you go and say, "Here's a let me write a check for X amount too." You know what I'm saying? Because people that are going to the auction are looking forward to getting this damn date. They're not fucking. I know, but I mean, that's what, what I'm if, saying to her. I mean, you know. right, right. Because I'm looking at it as if that's a, if I'm if I got money and somebody says a motorcycle or a limo ride with I'm not getting on a fucking motorcycle. Maybe if it was Rihanna, but a limo ride with Rihanna to a lunch inner destination. And I have the money and I say $20,000 and her boyfriend up there laughs. Ha ha ha. Let me do 50. I'm going to be like, well, damn, what are y'all trying to do? Rub it in our face. Okay. See, I thought maybe because, you know, in auctions, they'll have people like Diddy used to sit there and people be bidding on stuff and he would just 
raise his hand just to make them pay more. Uh, so I thought maybe she was maybe, there to kind of like raise the price so that they could raise more money. I didn't think about it that way. But is she? They so she took it that. home though. I'm pretty sure. I didn't look that story back up, but I'm pretty sure. Now I could see her overbidding to that, make the price go up to raise more money. When she did fifty thousand, nobody did more than that. I'm pretty sure, and she took it home. She took the date, quote unquote, date home. I would have just, just get over yourself. I mean, Let these poke folks like have Orlando for a day. I like Katy Perry. Um, oh, I have nothing bad against her. I don't have her. nothing against her either. I think she's cool. I love her music. I don't know. That was kind of a little shady though, Katy P. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eddie Murphy and his wife gave birth to their tenth child. So not their first, not their second, not their third, not, not their, their fourth, <laughs> not their eighth. Their Tenth child, isn't he like? I don't, I need to look up and see how old Eddie Murphy is. Isn't he like probably sixty now? Honestly, I have no idea. Eddie Murphy, yeah, motherfucker could be a hundred years old, and I'd never know. Let's see. It says he's fifty-seven. I was quick. 57. So that's not too bad. Some people have their he's first. He's only ten years older. Some than people Snow. have their first kid around the ages. Yeah, men. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, they gave birth to their 10th child. His first name is, is Max after um, his father. And his uh, middle name is Charles after the late Charlie Murphy, who passed away uh, either last year or the year before. And he has 10 kids with five different women. And um, this is him and his current wife's second kid. So why is it okay for dudes to have that many kids with different women, but women have that many kids by different men and she already a hoe? Well, <laughs> just a quick side. I don't even part. think it's okay. I mean, I, I don't think it's I guess okay. when you got money, it's okay. I think it's okay. I don't, You, I think have as many kids as you want as long as you can take care of them and you're there for them. Yeah, most definitely. But, you know. I just had to throw that in there. That was just a question. I don't I think Eddie Murphy even really does movies anymore. So, I mean, as long as him and his wife are there and wife's whatever, he's there, he's paying his child support. Enjoy your kids. Right. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Go on, Eddie. Give me a child so I can go and collect that check. Didn't he have a kid by Mel B from the Spice Girls? Did he? I want to say, or allegedly, like, what was that scandal out a couple of years ago? Or like that. Oh, you see, you do know a little bit. Mm -hmm. I feel like I remember that, like, he had alleged to got her messed around with her or something. Melanie Melby opens up about her loving relationship with ex Eddie Murphy after he welcomes his tenth child. Uh, I guess that's something I'll have to look into later. Okay, so I want to get into a TV segment, talk about some things on TV. I like talking about different things that are on TV and see what y'all are watching, talk about what I've been watching and what's coming on. Um, I'm not a big Netflix person, and I was talking to Brittany about this. I said maybe she can talk more about it. I don't know if you was thinking about it or saw anything that's what's on Netflix that people need to watch right now. If I was going to go watch it, because I'm not a Netflix watcher, but if I was going to pull up something and I had no cable, what would I watch right now? Honestly, it just depends um, on your taste of music and stuff. Not music, but Netflix account. Saturn 5 Designs is a lifestyle and apparel brand designed by Huntsville native Samantha Lee. Many of the illustrated designs pay homage to the industries of the city, especially those in the aviation sectors. Check out her work at Saturn5.com, that's S-T-R-N-F-I-V-E.com, and get 10% off your order when you spend $30 with the code AFTERDARK. To learn more about the artist and her work, check out at Sammy Plain Schemer on Instagram, that's at Sammy Plain Schemer, S-A-M-M-Y-P-L-A-N-E-S, 
C-H-E-M-E-R, or search Samantha Lee Aviation on YouTube. Let me pull up my Netflix here. Um, honestly, like I said, it depends on your taste. I've watched the Santa Clarita Diet that has Drew Barrymore, a uh, lover. I could listen to her all night. It's about, you know, she, her and her husband, the realtors, uh, she dies. And when she comes back, life is completely different for her. Uh, Shit's Creek has Eugene Levy and his son Daniel in it. Um, a wealthy family uh, finds out their money had been spent from the accountant. So they're forced to live in a very downgraded lifestyle. And it's not only shows growth for the family, but it's just hilarious. It has Creek. Yeah. Shit's Creek. It has the mom from home alone in it. Very. I mean, like I said, some people like it. Some people don't. Um, Spelled S C H I T T S. Not like shit out of your ass. (laughs) Shit's Creek. That's the whole point. Like, Oh, we're up shit's Creek without a paddle. Um, trailer park boys. That's always a favorite for me. If you like mockumentary humor, especially if you're a stoner, I would recommend that one. Big mouth, uh, adult animation. Love it. If you like raunchy humor, like it's I do. It's pretty funny. I, I love like, it. I don't even care for cartoons or adult cartoons or scripted anything, but that's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I finished up the haunting of Hill house. Really good. Not how I expected to end. So it was really decent. Um, Ozark's pretty, you know, pretty good. It's got Jason Bateman in it. What is uh, that? Laura Linney. She played in the Big C. Um, pretty much like the big cartels and money laundering and stuff like that. And they move out to the Ozarks. The nineties is. Oh no, the nineties talks about the decade of the nineties. Oh, you're talking about Ozark. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about Ozark. Ozark's really good. Um. Now, if you like cooking and corny and Halloween-themed stuff, The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell, I see on here one night, was very curious. I loved it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, right now, I'm into the I'm into a lot of British comedies. Sisters is one. Girl finds out her father that works in, like, in vitro, for the, uh, the IVF, finds out that he used his own semen at the clinic. So she finds out she's got a lot of brothers and sisters. It's pretty interesting so far. Um, last night, I watched Dumplin'. It has Jennifer Aniston. And I can't remember the young girl's name. She's adorable. I fucking love her. Plus size girl enters her mom's beauty pageant to kind of like break ways of like, you know, this is who I am. I shouldn't, you know, stand out because I'm big. Her aunt pretty much raised her. It's got drag queens in it. Love it. Again, that one's Dumplin'. Uh, made me cry at the end. Uh Another one I like was Riverdale and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I've heard lots about Riverdale. Yeah, they're the creators did Riverdale and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I loved them both. Um, I like Shameless. A lot of people. What know. is it? What is Riverdale? Do they have any kind of superpowers or something? They look like vampires. No, it's from you remember the comics, the Archie comics. It's the characters from the Archie comics. It's it's pretty good though. Just. Archie's got an edge. Veronica's got a rep. Betty's got Moxie. It's got um, Cole Sprouse in it, and oh, he okay. did he did fucking wonderful. I like oh, okay. I, I loved him. I love I his. I like character. seeing those old Disney stars actually grow up and do shit. Oh yeah, and then you got Insatiable. It's got Debbie Ryan from you know the Disney Channel. Oh okay. So oh she's um she's from Huntsville. Yeah, it's another pageant movie. She was a bigger girl. She lost weight. She goes to get revenge. Um, there's a lady that came into work and said that that story was based on her friend, the lawyer that was Debbie's lawyer. In the, and uh, she said that it's based on a true story. It's pretty good. It's called Insatiable. 
another British comedy that I like is Chewing Gum. You actually got me turned on to that one. Chewing Gum is really great. And then um, Grace and Frankie. I like stuff like that. Another British one would be The End of the Fucking World. A lot of people I've seen watched it. And then Safe. It's got Michael C. Hall from Dexter in it. His British accent wasn't that great. But just, those are a few that I like. I, mine's all over the place. I mean, it can go from Gilmore Girls to the IT crowd, Peaky Blonders, uh, Supernatural. Everything sucks. It's set in the 90s. Um, there's a little bit of anime I've started to watch. Death Note, the animated series, not the live action one. I've heard about that. Death Note. I actually watched that with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I like some that of likes it. anime. And then you got people that, oh, another one that I would recommend, it's called Glow, and it's for the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Season two came out not too long ago, but they also have a documentary called Glow, the story of the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, and it came out in 2012, and it's talking about the real story of how the women got into the wrestling world and all that, so I enjoyed it. It's just, like I said, my tastes are all over, as you can see, you know, Adam ruins everything. If you're a Netflix watcher, that's a bunch. That's a um, there's some things there that you can uh, look up, search, and watch. I know a lot of people I see on Facebook and my social media are always like, "What can I watch on Netflix? Mm -hmm. I don't watch everything." So now you got plenty of shit there that you can look up and listen or watch if you haven't seen any of that yet. If you are watching anything on cable um, or regular or whatever TV you watch. Um, in January, Lindsay Lohan is back with a new show. So if you if you were in grew up in the preteen era that I did, I would say Which she's also in that Netflix movie with uh Rupert Grant from Harry Potter as Ron Weasley. She's Lindsay Lohan is yeah, it's called Sick Note. Oh, okay. I've heard of that. I remember when she did that movie. Uh the description says his doctor's an idiot, his diagnosis is rubbish, but his fake illness has given him a crazy new life. And Lindsay is actually in it. She hasn't had any big movie roles lately. Besides, I mean, she did this Netflix movie, oh, but as far as that. like, remember she used to, she used to be big like back in the early two thousands. Growing up, um, Mean Girls, of course, is her probably her biggest movie. That Disney movie, Herbie Fully Loaded, my all time favorite, one of my favorite movies ever, Georgia Rule. Oh, that's got Garrett Hedlund in it. Um, she did she did some movie with when I mean, she played a stripper that got her leg cut off. I'm like, what the fuck is this low budget type shit? No, that wasn't her. That was Rose McGowan, and that was no. She did a movie. It's called um. I, I remember it. She was a stripper, and her I can't think of it. I have to look it up. But it she she was in it because it was it wasn't big. I thought it was you talking about Planet Terror. I was like, that's Rose uh, McGowan. Uh, this is called something like I want to. It's got a, it's, it's got. I okay, the then there's another movie called Planet Terror, and Rose McGowan was in it, and she gets like this semi-automatic weapon attached to her leg during the apocalypse, and it's pretty awesome. Well, she has a new reality series premiering on MTV in January. It's called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. She could have um, something better. It's set in Mykonos, Greece, which is really fucking pretty. Have you ever seen that? Oh my god, the water's so blue. It's such a beautiful, beautiful Lindsay place. Lindsay Lohan's beach resort, though, like Beach Club. Beach Club. Come on now, be more creative than that. I wish you would have just called it by the name of the resort, or the club, which is called Lohan Beach Club. She should just call the show. Why Lohan do you have beach to throw club? Beach Club in? I don't know. I just, I don't know. The aesthetic to that just sounds shitty. But she's supposed to be like, it's supposed to center her. She's the boss. She's got all these young people working for her. 
And it's kind of like a Vanderpump Rules type thing if you watch, if you've ever seen that. And it follows these people trying to run her restaurant. And, you know, she's the boss. She's watching over them. But my thing is... I'm. I really want to watch it because I don't think she's sober anymore. Like not to not to not to see a downward spiral, but like I was rooting for her to do better and get her life back on track. But she like there was a video of her a few months ago that surfaced on her Instagram live. She put this on her Instagram live now, and I'm gonna play you the clip. But she was in. I want to say it was Russia. She was in a foreign country. Let's just say that, and she approached a family. Um, of a mother and father and some kids. And she was like um, trying to persuade them to, I guess she thought they, I think she had good intentions, but she really played it off bad as the video goes on. But I think she thought they were homeless or something. Cause she was like, come with me. I have blankets. I have shelter. I have movies. And the, she was like, do you telling the kids, do you want to come watch a movie? And the kids were like, yeah, yeah. You know, the kids are horrible fake accent yes and a fake accent but she's known to do that there's interviews of her and she'd be like talking in these weird accents and that's this is what makes me feel like she's drinking or using drugs but if you're in a country like that not to defend her i'm not trying to take her side but we work with a lady and she's from the uk and we love to listen to her talk and it's like every now and then it's not that you're trying to be rude or you just kind of start mocking her act not really mocking but you're trying to you know it's kind of like when you're like when like some people hang around a lot of black folks, they start talking black. Your code changes. Yeah, like some people just. I think you just start adapting to shit. Your code change. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all kind of guilty of that sometimes. Oh yeah, no matter who you are. I mean, if you hang around us long enough, or if I'm around people that are like, I can't hear my southern accent, but there's people that I work with and I can hear it from them, and I really start to pull it out, and it's just like, oh my goodness, it's not that I'm making fun of them or anything like that. So I think maybe that's what she was trying to do. Well, she took it too far when she, the family got up and walked away because the parents, I don't think, understood English. They're like, who the fuck is this? I, don't, I mean, like, I would walk off. I don't think they knew who Lindsay Lohan was. They were just kind of like, okay, come on, kids. Put yourself in their position. Like, come on, kid, let's get away from this Yeah, lady especially here. if you didn't know them. And, you know, there, you, she's white, so... And I don't think, I, I mean, they that weren't, would scare me. they weren't, I, I don't think they need, yeah, right. That would scare me <laughs> enough. And Crazy um, white lady. she's a redhead. I'm just kidding. She has no, no offense to my gingers, but, um, so I'm anyway, not. they got their kids and walked off and she proceeds to follow them. People would do. Right. She proceeds to follow them because she thinks they're trafficking children or something. And yeah, she said something um, about sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah, she thinks they're sex trafficking or something. Which anyway, great that you you know you have that concern, but have your facts straight before you look stupid, especially on Instagram Live. She follows them. They end up punching her, or pushing her, or hitting her. Anyway, let's just I'm gonna play the recording and let y'all listen to it. Look what's happening. They're trafficking children. I won't leave until I take you. Now I know who you are. Don't fuck with me. Give me your hand. And I'm just like, so scared. 
So that's that's what makes me think she's drinking or something again, because you don't do that in your right mind. And I was I laughed so hard, like I still replay the audio over, and I laughed so hard when she's just like, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? She's making eh, or something like <laughs> a she, very <laughs> like she just orgasmed and it was the fakest <laughs> orgasm. Ever. The video's even funnier. Y'all need to look it up because she's stop playing the victim white. <laughs> She's playing the victim white girl because they were. She was probably afraid they're gonna call the law and the media was gonna pick it up. And Lindsay Lohan's attacked somebody, and now she's like, oh, "Poor innocent me." I can't with you. I can't. <laughs> Poor innocent me. But I love Lindsay Lohan. She's one of my favorites. I hope she gets it together. And I'm oh, so she, excited she's for the show. She's got to get something together because she's aged horribly. But, okay, but think. Okay, if this clip, I, I if this clip is, lifestyle. if this clip is a quarter of what her show is gonna be like. I can't wait. It's going to be so fucking funny. She's going to try to make it all like dressed up for the cameras though. I don't know. I think if you're, if you're, if you are on drugs or you're drinking or whatever, you're more inclined to do stupid shit. Uh, she's, she was trending on Twitter too this summer. Cause when they were filming the show, she you could tell she was fucked up too. You need to look this up. There's a dance. It's called do the Lilo. And she's up there going like this. And she, just fucked up out of her mind. I'm like, I would this, have to be to dance. I'm like, this girl is messed up. Hey, but if you're having fun, let's <clears> enjoy <throat> life. Okay, so I want to get your opinion on this one. There's oh, a show. Lord. There's a show I watch. Um, it's been on for like six seasons. It's called Married to Medicine, and it follows these different doctors and doctors' wives, and it follows their lives, their families, the drama that goes on in the medical community in Atlanta, yada, yada, yada. It's a really interesting show. It gets good ratings, and I think it's just it's nice also to see, um, like, wealthy, successful black people um, in Atlanta doing well and, and um, you know, being doctors. And it's, re- it's a really good show. But anyway, there's a doctor, on, there's a dentist on there. Dr. Heavenly is her name. Heavenly. And she talks about how her relationship to her man is, she says it's not perfect, but she says their marriage has no problems. They've been married 20 years. She said, we have no, everybody else has issues in their relationship and their marriage. Got cheating over here. You know, this man ain't got a job, X, Y, Z. And they're like, so they asked her, they're like, can you open up about your marriage? You know, what's going on? Why is your marriage so perfect? Why, what is, what, you know, what perfect is Perfect to them. Yeah. She said that she submits to her husband. By saying God, what she does is God comes first, then her husband, and then her family slash her children. Yeah, a lot of people believe that. I don't. I'm not one bit at now, all. Now, like. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. The kids, to me, should be number one. I understand that. But if you're a Christian and you have your faith in your God, God's always going to come first. Okay, yeah, let me take that back. Okay, God, I can understand that because, you know. He comes before you. I can get that. But the minute you put a husband, and I think people put husband over kids because of what the Bible says. Also, but if they have a good marriage and she puts her husband first and the kids are taken care of and he doesn't beat her and treat her like trash, then yeah, I can see it. But if he treated her like a dog on, you know, whatever, then she puts him before the kids. That's wrong. But there's always men who treat women or vice versa. Women like to treat men. Great, the first five, ten years. Okay, and you why are you sitting there putting your husband first through your great years? Are you going to put your husband first when he's fucking another bitch? No, you then put your kids first. See, I don't feel like you should be like, okay, now the kid's first. I feel like it should always be my kids coming for you. I love you. You're my husband, but you 
the kids should come before me. But at the same time, you. you're raising kids. You're not going to be best friends with your kids. You and your husband have to be on a partnership to actually get where your kids are. Well, I, I don't mean like put before them, like, you know, as far as physically or literally, I mean, like, I'm just thinking like in my head, no. like if, or if you had to choose, see, I'm, I don't, I know you never have to choose. Let's just say, well, we all know how that turned out. I don't <laughs> know. I first. just I hate to hear that. We were like, my husband, my husband first. And like, I'm like, what? Because that's. I think if I'm not mistaken, that's how the Bible says. You know, uh, God comes first, and then you know your husband, and then your kids. It's that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I believe in God, but that Bible has some of y'all <laughs> so damn brainwashed. I yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the Bible. Politics and religion. Politics and religion. I'm gonna try to stay away from, but I just feel like. I teach know. their own. If their marriage works out, and all yeah, that, that's true. If that works for you, great. Fucking great, because marriages nowadays are, you know, not all of them, but most of them are shit. So good for her. Um. All right. So moving past TV, we're gonna talk a little. Before now that's we- like you know, not to revert back to this, but I'm sitting here oh, thinking it's like having you know maybe being married twice and you have you know a man comes in, he's the step parent. No, my kid will come first before you. You know. All that, yeah, most definitely in that case, but yeah, yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, all right, so moving on, Brittany actually brought this up to me yesterday, and I was like, We've got to talk about this on the podcast. So, all right, so most of y'all, most of the time, you, if you're like me and you see pennies in your floorboard, you're cleaning your car out, whatever, you look over the pennies. Some people throw them away, which is not smart, in like my opinion. Keep your here. pennies, but I've been on people who clean their car out and they throw the pennies away, but you might want to pick them up and keep them. And head to Burger King. If you like Whoppers. If you like the Whoppers. Because I love the Whoppers. Add cheese. No pickle. Um, Because they're selling their Whoppers for a penny. Because they petty. Yes. I love it. I love it. We're going to hashtag this and call it Petty Penny. (laughs) Or Penny Petty. Um, Penny Petty. So the catch is um, what they're doing is if you're within 600 feet of a McDonald's, here's how they're being petty. They're competing with McDonald's. Um, Let me just first say this. In the third quarter of this year, Burger King's U.S. comparable sales slipped by 0.7%, while McDonald's U.S. sales rose by 2.4%. This is in the third quarter. So that's what, like August or September, October, August, September. I don't know. Third quarter. I mean, the so if you're within 600 feet of a mcdonald's you can unlock a deal for a penny whopper using the burger king app yeah you have to open up the burger king app the app then offers directions to a nearby participating burger king where you can pick up the burger within an hour within an an hour. hour you have an hour to do it the company announced the deal on tuesday and it runs through december the 12th and customers can only access once okay so this is the eighth airing on the eighth you got four days to get your burger uh, i'm gonna be picking up a couple of whoppers after work tonight <laughs> wednesday yes i'm broke i don't know is there a limit it might be a limit one per customer probably well i'll drive through twice you- and i'll be a second customer <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine that they're gonna sell some fucking whoppers it don't matter you selling them for a penny and i got a whole tray full is that petty smart or both what do you think i love it only because as we were talking last night like i love burger king's burgers are meat to me is so much better um so i've always liked burger king better i don't know what it is um their fries not so much but the burgers i love the whopper everything on it add cheese whatever but i mean it's kind of funny it's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> they've always, like, a lot of these people you see now 
playing back and forth off each other's pettiness, especially like the I don't on know, Twitter. You yeah, on like Twitter Twitter fights? yeah. yeah. Th- those are those are great, and I think not only does it drum up business for Burger King, but if you just absolutely hate Burger King, you, that's going to make you go to McDonald's and support them either way. So I mean, both companies are doing great. I like I said, I, I'm going to do it. They're so. both poisoning us either way. So. <laughs> Eat that beef. I mean, I got your back, McDonald's. I'm a McDonald's fan. I like Burger King too, but I'm Team McDonald's. I am Team Burger King, but I will have to say now That's McDonald's has movie. those buttermilk crispy tenders, and those are the shit. Especially when they buy one get one free, and McDonald's don't play with their coupons. Now Burger King, if they really want to do some shit, step up y'all coupons like McDonald's. That's where all the money's at. Because it's a pretty smart tactic, though. You know, doing that for a penny—that's going to really draw people there. Yeah, because not only are you going to buy a Whopper, but you're going to want to buy fries, the drinks. Oh, you might want some of their chicken fries, whatever. But don't buy their chicken nuggets. Their chicken nuggets are shit. <coughs> what, 10 for a Excuse me. Okay, one story I forgot to talk about is going to lead me to talk about something else. Is Magic Johnson's daughter, mm-hmm. um, which I don't really – I've never really cared for – or care, I mean, there's just certain things in pop culture and celebrities that I just look past – that I'm not really interested in, but maybe somebody out there does. If you're a basketball fan or you're a Magic Johnson fan, his daughter was um, she escaped a armed robbery break in in her house, um, a, a home invasion in the San Fernando Valley over the weekend. And what's scary about it is, and what's just uh, she, it was a oh, um, you never talked about yours on here either. Oh yeah, we're gonna get into that. We're just gonna get into that, but that yeah, we'll she yeah. she we're was in a Airbnb. Oh wow! Yeah, Those her and her, playing. her and her friends were at, yeah, and which she probably posted something about it. We're gonna oh, we got so much to get into when it comes to that. But anyway, Elisa Johnson is her name E L I S A. She's twenty three and she was spending time at an Airbnb that was rented by her friends Sunday morning when two armed men entered the home. That's crazy. That's when my robbery happened Sunday morning, late Sunday morning. Um, the outlet reported that the men began terrorizing the 10 guests, holding them at gunpoint. Elisa, Magic Johnson's daughter, who was in one of the bedrooms during the robbery, overheard the disturbance and escaped out of a sliding glass door, TMZ reported. She then ran down the street to safety. A spokesperson for the Los Angeles Police Department could not confirm to People Magazine that Elisa was at the home during the home invasion, but did confirmed that the incident had taken place. Um, so I seen some people were like, okay, why did she leave her friends and escape out the back window? That's fucked up. But I'm like, that was the smart thing to do. Like, okay. So number one, you are, her friends are being robbed or held at gunpoint in the living room. She's in the back in, a, in the bathroom. She's the only one that's got a chance of telling somebody what's going on. Not like that, but and I hate to sound like an ugly, rude person, but one for all, for one, you got to be on yourself, you know? Because, I mean, honestly, if anybody else would have escaped, do you think they would have went back? No, they would have went and did what they needed to do. I mean, I know. Well, I mean, what good would it have done to her to run out there? And uh, try to get herself killed and yeah. everybody get killed when she could at least try to, you know, go and, I don't know. You, you don't really think. And that's probably the situations. one they were looking for. They were probably looking for her because, you know, that's Magic Johnson's daughter and he's worth so much money. Mm -hmm. According to TMZ, the suspect stole belongings worth more than $30,000, including a Rolex, other jewelry, cash, and electronics. Oh, it's crazy out there. Like, they stole a lot of shit. 
from from thirty thousand dollars worth. Um, yeah. So let me see. They might have got a lot from them, but the people who robbed my house didn't get shit. <laughs> I got TV. Um, and which I've been wanting to speak on for a hot minute now because those who know me and they're in the area, or maybe you don't know, my house was robbed Sunday night. Um, thankfully, I was at work. Thank good the good Lord above for watching over me, making sure that nobody in my family was there. Um, my neighbors were robbed as well. One of my neighbors had a gun held to them. One of my good friends had shots fired at them when she was trying to get their tag number and get a video of them. And it was just crazy, crazy pandemonium. And he lives a hundred feet from me. So we're literally in the same complex. Right. So I called her on the way home from work. I noticed. I was trying to make sure she was okay. Yeah. My phone was vibrating. I seen your mom had called me and you called me. Normally that's nothing to worry about because I'm a night owl, but I had just so happened went to bed right before that. And I just, you're like, did you hear this? I'm like, I barely heard my phone ring. I didn't hear shit. And then you're like, my house got broken into. And I just remember like waking up and trying to find my clothes to actually walk over there. And And I wanted to talk about it here on this podcast because the media has spun things. You know, the police tells their little side of the story. They don't tell it all. They don't, people don't tell it all. And I'm thankful for this podcast because it gives me a voice to say what I need to say. When it comes to that, uh, the whole story, um, if you've seen on the news and I'll, you know, way 31, I love you. I've watched you growing up, uh, you know, all my life, but the way you did that story, you made us look like sad little victims who were just terrified. And that's not the way it goes. Of course, it was a scary situation. Anybody, any human that says that they wouldn't be scared when their house was robbed and their neighbors were, have guns too, and they were shot, they were, they're lying. But that's like Mike saying he wanted to be there. I was like, what are you going to be the naked warrior princess and run down the steps with your dick a flopping? I mean, what you going to do? You know, you don't, you don't know what you would have done in that situation. Um, it's just like, I mean, of course, you know, it is a scary situation, but what the news failed to report is that, you know, this happens all over the world. This things like this are going to happen. That's not the only person that's out there that robbed my house. But what I will say is that, and what I wanted to put out on the news that did not air, um, that was edited, is that come back into my home again, and not only am I going to have a fucking gun waiting for you if I'm there to blow your head off, I'm also going to have cameras pointing at you to see what happened. Because this is just uncalled for and unnecessary. I've never been a gun. I've I've never been anti-guns. I've always believed that people should, you know, have the right to protect themselves. But they've always scared me. Like when friends have guns around, I'm always like, put it up. I don't want to see it. You know, I've got bad experiences with that. You got to be responsible with it. Yeah. Be responsible. Don't just whip it out and be like, hey, look at this. Please don't be one of these people who think it's cool that you have a gun and you're on Snapchat posting it, waving and getting around. Or you come to a friend's house and you just sit it down because you want everybody to see you have a fucking gun. Keep your shit in your car. Keep your shit in your car. Keep it concealed. Mm -hmm. Keep it concealed. Because when you make when you fuck around and shoot somebody on accident or kill somebody, it's not gonna be fucking funny or cool then. But I want to get a gun and be responsible with it because the next time someone threatens my home, threatens my life, it's not going to be fun and games. That's the way I feel about it. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, we grew up with guns, and you know, yeah, your daddy always had a gun. Guns uh, were kept separate from the ammo, so I mean, they were always locked up. We weren't allowed to never, even if the gun is not even loaded, to never point a gun at anybody, loaded or not. That was the biggest thing. Like, you know, be responsible about it because accidents fucking happen, dude. Hell yeah, and I hope like it's good to have conversations like this because I wanted this to be more than just like celebrity bullshit and you know, trash talk, but because I hope somebody's listening that has a gun, that's one of these people who are, um, you know, if you're one of these people who do parade your gun around, please just put it up. I mean, it's okay to let people know, hey, I'm Look, armed. we know your dick's already small. We don't need you flashing your gun around for all. <laughs> but, yeah, so I wanted to put that out there because it's Christmas time. Lock your doors. I suggest going on Amazon. You can find affordable surveillance kits. Or a baseball bat, because I would rather beat somebody up with a bat than to shoot them. That's just too easy for me. Well, if they have a gun, I know. you know, we got to go GTA in this bitch. <laughs> Who's to say you can't, though? I mean, as long as you can knock the gun out of their hand before they... I mean, I'm not saying you can do that. I'm not saying you can or can't, but I'm just saying I think I would rather come at somebody with a bat before I would a gun. A gun's just too chickeny out of it, you know? Yeah. I think... Um, it's just the fact that what upsets me the most is that not that my TV was taken. It wasn't that they broke into my home because all that shit was such is such an easy fix. I can fix that uh, window was fixed already. I can buy another TV, but you held a gun to an elderly woman's head. Well, I'm not say elderly, elderly, but a fifty-something-year-old, late fifty-year-old woman's head. There was a child upstairs asleep, bastard. A child and his mother. How dare you take away? Um, All because you were wanting what a TV and whatever else. Yeah, money, money. money that's Get a fucking job. And there was also that's why I want, also wanted to address that he was looking for um, the media and others were saying that he was looking. They didn't say it, they were insinuating he was looking for drugs. Um, if you if he was, there only drugs you're gonna find in my fucking house and the entire building is Tylenol. And if you're lucky, you might find a PM. You come over to my house, you might find some Mylenol. Right. There ain't no <laughs> fucking drugs in anywhere in my vicinity. Um, so y'all can stop spinning that story and stop insinuating that as well. Um, this this has nothing to do with any of that. It has the it has everything to do with people's peace of mind and their fucking safety in their lives. But I just wanted to put that out there because there's been a lot of he said, she said that happened. This happened. This many shots was fired. That person did this. But like the famous Antoine Dodson said, we gonna find you. No run until that. <laughs> we gonna find you. All right. So we gonna wrap gonna this. turn your news article into a, a song like Antoine. Yeah, I need to. Um, we're gonna wrap this up. It's been so much fun. I've had a lot of fun. Um, I want to thank my cousin, Brittany, for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun to have someone to talk to and not just talk to myself. We can, I need to come back. We'll do it more. I just, I don't know. Like, I, it's kind of. She kind of wants to start her own podcast. So if I want to because me and you, like, our podcast be two totally different things. Mm -hmm. and That's the beauty of it. I know. Me and Andrea, we could sit here and talk for hours about the craziest shit, but it's very entertaining. Did I ever tell you about the discount we got at Dairy Queen one time? <laughs> it's no, random, random as no, fuck. no, no. This is why I'm talking about. This leads into the whole okay, okay. The podcast. Okay. We were at the Dairy Queen in Fayetteville. We dropped Reagan off with John. 
And we were going through there, and they asked us to hold. And we're sitting there holding. Me and her are talking all kinds of bullshit. She said, are you high? I was like, no, I'm not high. Why would you say that? You know, it's just one of those little jokes. And I said, I bet these people are in here listening to us. No shit. The woman comes back on the intercom. She's like, I'm so sorry for your wait. We had something. She's like, but I'm not going to lie. We didn't have to uh, put you on hold that long. We've just been sitting here listening to y'all. Y'all have made our Friday night so much better. We've had a shitty night. Really? Y'all come through our line. Y'all made us laugh. We're sitting here listening to y'all. That's good. We pull up to the window. She's like, I'm going to give y'all the 10% discount. She's like, y'all have made our night. And me and Andrew's like, this is us on a daily basis. Dairy Queen sponsor. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to shout out to the Dairy Queen in Fayetteville. Shout out to the Fayetteville Um, Dairy Queen. But yeah, that's just, you know people find us either annoying or intriguing and it's up to you to find out. So if we ever decide to start that, we we'd have to maybe, you know, shout out to the Fayetteville Dairy Queen for hooking the girls. <laughs> I don't know the lady's name. This was a couple months ago. Yeah, We're going, we're going, maybe we've got leave some feedback on the Instagram page. Um, what y'all thought of this episode and what you thought of Brittany joining. Cause maybe if you, you know, if y'all liked her, we'll bring it back. Bring her back. I feel and like if we did some stuff started. that I like, not saying that I didn't enjoy what we talked about, but I mean, let's get viewer feedback of what more stuff they want to hear too. Yeah, y'all. Which I got to get a Facebook page created, and I've got to get a website up. Y'all know about sex. I can talk about that all day long. Yeah, we got to do some more sex talk. I've done a little <laughs> bit of sex. I've got that in my description of my podcast. And not only that, but sex. a lot of people are very uneducated about sex. Very and very taboo and scared and. You know, curious. Oh, we never got even the Tumblr oh, bit, we're gonna, man. Oh, we, yeah, Tumblr we, taking down their porn. I'm so upset. That was like the best way to get porn. We man. need to do like an after show too, where we have people can like send in questions. And oh yeah, there's so so many different ideas we want to come up with. But for right now, leave your feedback on the Instagram page or DM me at uh, Remy Ray on Instagram and let that's, her know what you thought. Yeah, that's R E M M I. R A E. Let me know if there's any. You know, I mean, we could. I could go on for days about some stuff. Um, I'm gonna put a post up about this episode, and I want y'all to comment under what you thought. Don't forget um, to go on my personal Facebook page because every week I'm giving away some cool stuff. Uh, search my name: D A M I E O N G E N T R Y. I probably won't add you if I don't know you. Um, yeah, if, send me a message and let me know where you came from because I get a lot of random requests. And right. I'm like, delete, delete. Yeah. I don't know. You just be like, hey, I heard you. So, or you can also do like the follow option. You know, what I'm talking about on right. Facebook where, if, where if you like, if you want to add them, but they don't add you back, you can just hit follow. Where you can, if their page is public or somewhat public, you can see their post, but you're not friends with them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like how Instagram works. You can follow them, they can't follow you, vice yeah. versa. But um, I don't know enough about this. Oh, I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna. I need to put a Facebook page up. Um, but for now, go to Damien After Dark Podcast on Instagram, and um, the most recent post on there. Comment under it and let me know what you think about this episode. It's been a lot of fun. I've had so so much fun. Um, thank y'all for supporting me. Thank y'all for tuning in every week. Um, it means the world to me. Uh, your comments on the pages, on the different podcast pages, I've been reading them. Some of y'all are so sweet. I don't know who some of y'all are because you leave these different um, 
you you disguise your names, which is cute. So I'm like, oh, I don't know who these people are, but it's so sweet. I love y'all so, so much for listening. Go out here and support your boy. This stuff isn't easy. Yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. Spotify. Spotify. Which is personally my favorite. Stitcher. Apple. You have Stitcher. I didn't even know what Stitcher was until I, I started this well, podcast. the podcast I listen to, some of them were on Stitcher, too. Yep, everything. But I like Spotify better. That's my... Anchor.fm slash Damien After Dark. We're everywhere. Our radio's next. Sirius, S- Sirius XM is next, baby. I'm telling you. We're taking it there. Um, yeah, so we'll see you next week on Damien After Dark. Damien <coughs> Excuse me. Everywhere. Everywhere now. But yeah, we'll see you next week. Next Saturday, same place. I love you for listening. Hey, yo, thank you for tuning in to Damien After Dark. I really appreciate the support. Don't forget that new episodes are available Saturday nights on all major podcasting platforms. Also, don't forget that you can follow me all across the board on all social media at Damien Gentry. That's at D-A-M-I-E-O-N-G-E-N-T-R-Y. And you can also follow the Instagram page for the show at Damien After Dark Podcast. Thank you so much. I love you for listening and I'll see you next time on Damien After Dark.